1: Rarely, you come across an individual whose accolades pretty much, not even pretty much, completely speak for themselves. Today's guest, stats, film, word of mouth, opinion from teammates, opponents, coaches, league officials, whoever else. Without a doubt, the best pass rusher in the history of the APDFL. Alabama Blackhawks defensive end, Justin Robinson joins us. J-Rob, good afternoon, how are you?
2: How you doing, man? How you doing? I'm
1: here. I'm all right. When you hear the amount of respect that you are given because of everything you've accomplished, now, bear in mind, you just turned 30 yesterday. Belated happy birthday.
2: Okay. Appreciate you. Appreciate you.
1: (laughs) How does that feel to be sitting there at pretty much the top alone as far as the most respected and statistically and via a video, the best pass rush to ever play
2: in this league? Man, it actually feels pretty good. I can't can't sit here and act like it don't. Um, Definitely feel pretty good, but, you know, it just goes to show, you know, the work that I put in, you know, before season, during season. It just goes to show the amount of stuff that I do, and it's just not going unnoticed now. So it does feel pretty good, and I'm glad to have it. Now,
1: you accomplished the majority of this before the age of 30. You just hit 30. How much longer do you want to keep doing this?
2: Man, I got (laughs) – I'll be honest, I actually got about another – probably about four or five years, man. I can see myself four or five years. Nothing else pops up I can actually play, and I feel like I can still dominate anybody (laughs) anybody I play for the next four or five years. Is it still fun? Oh yeah, and that's the only reason I still do it because it's fun. You gotta, I I enjoy it, and um, it, it just it, it's great, you know. It it just feel good, still fun, still able to have fun. Especially like <laughs> like I tell everybody, my if I don't draw a double team, I don't want to play. <laughs> that's how I like to play my game, double team. So I do, I love it, I love it.
1: Now you played for serious contenders in the Prattville Patriots and the Alabama Blackhawks. How do those two defenses differ?
2: Oh man, well to be honest, I, that's a good question. Um, in Prattville, um, like I said, we were strong. I think we had a we had an overall great team. Don't get me wrong, but it was just like um, if I had to go with defense, I will go with Blackhawk just because of the amount of time that we're on the field now versus in Prattville. We was in Prattville before, you know, getting Cal and all. The defense had to play a lot of downs, and grant we were still good. We were on the field a lot, and now that we're able to take some of pretty much that same team from Prattville and combine them with the team that is the Blackhawks, it, it, it's it's fun. And then you got to think with Kyle and having an offense that can withstand drives and give us a little win just enough so we can get back out there and get the ball back, and that's always the goal every time we're out there. Like the defense that we play with here. Um, it, like I tell people, it don't look as flashy on film, but when you play us, you know you playing. You know you in something that you didn't see on film.
1: Now, do you ever look at your stats? I like, go up and like, wow, I did all this. Like, this is me.
2: I, you know what? You know what's so funny that you asked me that? Um, Corey, you know Corey, me and Corey we was talking about today, and Terry, you know I have probably watched three games that I played in after the game. I I studied the team um before. I never have just sat back and looked at my stats. Not one single time, even to this day, I've not just stopped and said, "Let me look at everything I've done." I have not done that.
1: Now, I got a few. I can read them all to you. I'm sure that you you might be surprised. Are you ready? There you go. You played six seasons, right? You've had double-digit sacks in every season except 2020 because there's only two games. Now, right? 24 fumbles. Only one TD though two, 2017. What happened? Like. You gotta get that ball,
2: man. <laughs> right? I look, I, I like to get it out and let my teammates cover. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you have one. You had one pick this season. You had a pick. Yes. Yeah. You got a house those.
2: Yes, I know. Look, and it was so funny because my leg. Look, I was telling something. I forget. I, I was talking to um, T. Smith, and I was telling him. The the upcoming um, ends I was telling you about earlier in the season I was talking mm-hmm. to him pat all the guys on the defense when I caught the pick I'm talking about it's like my right leg disappeared like it's like I had no right leg <laughs> I don't know where it went and I tried to land down and I'm talking about I was i I saw nothing but the end zone was well, nothing but the end zone and God and I I got tackled about an angel so it, it didn't work <laughs>
1: now three safeties and four block kicks. Now, how don't you get tired from like playing like special teams? Because I mean, four block kicks means you're on special teams all the time.
2: Exactly. Because um, I don't get tired because I know it's a part of the game. Number one, um, a lot of people have made it and done big things. Special team change the game. Um, it's a game-changing play. Uh, you can get. I tell everybody. I take PAT is serious. I take punt the same serious. I take all of it serious because every aspect, every time I'm on the field, man, either I'm going to go 100, or I'm going to go 110. You know, I can't give nothing less because hurt people hurt people, and I don't I just don't like to play down to anybody. And I like to play fast. I like to play when I got an opportunity. I know I know this game is not promised to no one. So any one play can be your last play. So why take off when there's a chance that you're that you can end your career, you know? Just don't take off and um like uh, you said, you gotta uh-huh. take special team is series. Yes, sir. Uh, hundred
1: and fifty two tackles for loss.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. About that. <laughs> That's crazy. I guess I never knew.
1: <laughs> Ninety sacks.
2: Ninety. Man. Man. Think about that That's one. 96. That's crazy.
1: Now we don't even. Now what kills me because I watch film and I've seen pretty much 80% of your film. This this is the one that st- that stuns me. In 2018, you had a punt return for 55 yards. Do, do you remember that?
2: Yeah, <laughs> I do. I think it was the I think it was the Tigers. I think it was. I recall. I can't recall who it was. I definitely remember that. Yes, <laughs> I do.
1: Now, just even going to offense, you've scored. Wait, you have averaged twenty-two yards an attempt, but you still got to find the end zone, man.
2: <laughs> right this year, I do. This year, I got to find the end zone, man. Kyle, he, uh, Kyle he does great trying to get. He, he does great trying to get me in there, man. And, I like to be a blocking body. I ain't going to tell you no story. I like to block. I like. I just like the game. I love the game. In every aspect, like, I can do it all. I, I really believe that because, you know, the work I put in. So, yeah, so, like, here we go. it is kind of shocking to me, man. It really is kind of shocking. It's like, dang, that's crazy. I guess no. the hard work paying. off. Yeah. Man, hard
1: work definitely pays off. When we come back from break, I want to talk about a few of your teammates along the way and. In- how they have changed your game and helped you elevate you are listening to the under the helmet podcast on the FEC radio network
0: with lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time (gasps) no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW group prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Superlight Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So what can you do in a super light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S.com, code SUPER24.
1: We are back with another podcast here. It's big Justin Robson. Justin, you've had the pleasure of playing with so many talented players in this league one of which got on top of the list, our guy, number eight, Patrick Campbell. What is it like playing with Pat all these years, and what makes him so good?
2: Man, to be honest, what makes Pat good, man? Pat, he is like me and Pat, to be honest, when we play together, everything that I do, Pat, he he suits me and vice versa. He, you know, he suits me and I suit him. It's like our game just merged together, you know, and, you know, you've had guys, who, of course, that say they disrespect, you know, he's overrated and stuff like that. And, um, you know, I, he's been here and there for years. But, like, and I was talking to T, I think it's just because they feel like my boy is so big, he's supposed to be S, Y, and Z. But Pat' game is contain, contain, make the play. That's always been his game. I've always made people run. I have. That's been my game. And um, playing with Pat, man, you know, someone that that listens and, um, you know, to be – criticize the way he has, man, and to be able to still focus up and play at a high level. And, like, to me, he plays at a high level. And for him to be able to, you know, to to try to tune all the stuff out and keep playing, I I commend him for that. Like, and like I said, we just work well together. That's my
1: guy. Pat is one of of the most solid dudes you will find. He focuses, he ignores the nonsense and just shows up to play. That man gives you everything he has on every snap. Now, you've had the pleasure of playing with a lot of different linebackers. Currently, you play with Corey Wells. What makes Corey such an integral part of the Blackhawks defense?
2: Well, man, Corey, man, Corey, he um he sees the game well. Corey's um he's a, of course he's a coach. He he just sees the game well, and then you know um of course I'm I'm, I'm definitely gonna speak on Corey because he is a He's a great linebacker, and we also have, I'm talking about, we have, I I still say we have two of the hardest-hitting linebackers in the game. No disrespect to Corey. He know I love him because he's my brother. We talk, we got a Zeus, we got Zeus number 52, Courtney number zero. We got guys that can fill the hole, like, and just, Kurt, number 42, the one who has to play football. We just got guys that can just step up and play the role, man, and it's like, it does feel great to have that whole entire back half and Rod Turner who just turns man, it's just it's amazing to play with guys who who want to come together because like I said, I like watching this in my pro stuff. You have a lot of guys in this league who don't what's the word, who don't know how to communicate as adults number one. And it's mm-hmm. and it's sad. But to have the defense that we have with Corey on the on the um for the linebacker side me and Pat for the uh, for the lineman. Then you got Yancey, Rod. You got Burkfield. You got Robinson. Man, we got so many guys that can play or start at any team in this league. Any team. I don't care what team you are on. I don't care any team. And we listen and we communicate. And like I said, it just shows on the field. We're giving up six points here, seven points there, eight points here. That's not because people. That's not because people are you know not scoring it's just because we're that good. And it is what it is.
1: Now, you mentioned a guy like Yancey. Yancey is not only one of the better people in this league, but he shows up in playoff time. And you will really find a player who turns up this this loud in playoff time. What brings what bring what does he bring to the table as far as when the postseason happens and you see a whole different person?
2: Man, I love Yancey because two two things for me with Yancey. Number one, he's consistent with how he plays. Number two, and I love, 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 he is so unselfish. He is like one of those guys, man, that that he's one of those guys that you just, you gotta wanna, you're gotta going to want to be around him even if you're playing with him or with, playing without him. He's just one of those guys. He's a vet. He also knows the game. He can see stuff and call it out to his guys. And even if we get on the sideline, he can tell people what he sees. Like I said, he, he is a quarterback for a defense. He really is a quarterback for a defense, and he's humble, man. It's just some of the good things you can say about him. You know, he's one of them guys, like, you know, in life, when you see life hitting you, he's one of those guys that can just change change the atmosphere by just showing up. And um, just having it in the back, had the trust level. You can trust him so much. There's so much good stuff I can say about him, you know. And you trust him. You trust Rod. You trust all these guys. Even before Bruce went down and stuff like that, we, like, we had guys we can trust, and that. They're just big for any defense to have, and most defenses don't have that in this league.
1: Now, you mentioned Roderick Turner. Has there been a player you've seen the last couple of years that has been this most improved? With, he's going from one pick in 2019 to eight this year?
2: Man, Rod, trust the process. Once again, he I have not seen anybody do that. He trusts the process. He's a he's a learner. He's a ball hawk. Um, you know, he played some cornerback for us along but then, man, we moved him back. Like he just switched over. He became a ball hawk and like I said again, he listened, he understands, like and me and him have this talk and I know he gonna laugh when I say this, but he'll come up to me and I say, Hey man, I'm about to make the quarterback throw some duck today. I always say that to him. I say, I just need you to catch it. I said when they quacking down I need I need the ball and and like we just go with that and every time he deflect the ball or something, I said, Hey man, there was a duck that was quacking the what you doing? And you know, it makes him smile and it makes him go harder. He wanna learn the game. He like you said, most improved, hands down. I don't see anybody else you no, know, not even close. You know, and I know I think he I think he said uh, somebody disrespected him when they said most improved, but it is what it is. <laughs> take it, Rod. You my boy, but take it. But um yeah, he he has improved and it is great to have someone like that.
1: Now, on the other side of the ball, you have a mem offensive line. You got Chris McCarroll, you got Dre Jones. What, what does having that veteran leadership on the other side on that offensive line mean to the mental well being of this team?
2: Oh, man, having that and the mental well being of our team, having that and understanding that at any time that that, that group is on the field, the entire line, Cal, of course. Dewol on our receiver, kilo Kellen Morris, um, my boy, a Bo bullshit big head himself. Like having those vets on that field, it makes the defense also want to get the ball back to them because we know they can score at any time. And then having the goat and Kyle Caldwell, man, you just can't, you can't ask for a better offense. I don't care what has happened. You can't ask for a better group to be on the field, and and a better group to get the ball to, you know. And it just, it messes so well with what we're doing and how we've grown, even since that loss to Dynasty. Like, the amount of, like, how we've grown since that game there is it, it, it unreal. Now, here's a
1: question. The Dynasty have given you two, one extremely painful loss in the championship and one recently painful loss in the regular season. How often do you think about that championship game, or have you actually played well, um, in the past?
2: Man, sometimes, sometimes I'm gonna tell you, I actually have to. Um, that game still somewhat made me refocus because I, I still think about. We was up 19 to six, I think, at halftime, something like that. Mm-hmm. And watching that game go down here the way it did, um, that game sometimes still hunt me. And I'm talking about not to a degree that I'm that I hate down and said nothing, but it just hunt me because it was ours. And you know we could have been that team that year to stop that dynasty threepeat up to this point. We would have, we would have been the team that smashed that. And um and I I really feel like and everybody know this dynasty still respect every team that you know even the private Patriots they year they respected us and they still respect the Blackhawks because no I, I don't make excuses. Dynasty beat us. They made some big plays on defense. They got the I think they got a fumble a fumble return for a touchdown this year and they got a Jay Jay hit caught a pick and ran it down to like the three or four yard line. And they just had that game. They had, the, they had the better team. But we missed a lot of pieces in that game, a lot of pieces. We were missing a lot of pieces, which is fine. And the won, and I respect them for that. But with the pieces that we got now, and no disrespect to Dallas, I don't see to beating us again. So everybody show up in this. That's just what it is.
1: Now, on your side of the bracket in the Eastern Conference, you have teams like the Cobras and the Thrashers. Mm. Now, which of those teams do you look at like are the most serious threat to y'all?
2: Early on, um, definitely the thrashes. Early on, definitely the thrashes because of KT's play and those receivers he had. And, you know, my guy Debo and all those guys on defense, they fly around. I Early on, I would have definitely said them hands down. And I still think they could be, oof, they, that's a tough one. Because they got so many weapons at receiver is unreal. And when of those, those boys come together and play as a full team, they're tough to beat. But then you gotta also respect the Cobras because not only can they quarterback spin the ball, but you know, they got a run the game with it. Um, mm-hmm. you know, everybody knows what the thrash is gonna do. We all know thrashes is throwing the damn ball ninety eight percent of the time. If not ninety nine. And like for somebody to be one dimensional and still have that much success. That speaks volumes about those guys and what they bought into. Um, God, it's tough because the Cobas can pass and they can run. Now,
1: now, upcoming, you have a game versus the Columbus Storm. The Storm hung 50 on the horsemen. Do you see a repeat of this? And what have you seen in their film that you like?
2: Oh, you said, have we seen a repeat of what, them hanging 50 points? Yeah. Oh hell no. I ain't hanging no fifty point. I'm saying that shit hell no. Number one. Not a chance. Um no no, no, no I, it ain't disrespect. That's the truth. Ain't no damn fifty drinker know that. And that's just real. The court, like no, they ain't hang no fifty. I, but I'm gonna tell you something. I do not I do not take them lightly. I do respect their defense. They defense, they fly around. Number five, I don't know the I can't is it Jose, I think it is. The kid can play ball. I, I he can he can flat out play ball. Um, the offense that number six they got that some he's a jet pack. That guy can play. They got number six. The other big receiver they got. Um, they got some guys they can get the ball to. And um, no disrespect, and I'm not gonna disrespect because I don't overlook anybody, but I don't see that. I don't see no no. Ain't no way. It, it, I, the only way that happens is if I don't well me and the defensive line and everybody else don't show up. They're going to have to be on the field by themselves to come close to scoring 50 points.
1: That and is what it is. Any lineman they have block you or head up? No,
2: no, no, not at all. No, no. They, I'm going to say it like this, and this is all respect. I tell every lineman it's every game. They call. I have linemen that say, oh, you no good. You, you hyped up and you this and you that. It's no disrespect. I tell everybody, anybody can be blocked but for a full game. That's the thing. Anybody can be blocked. And I always say I can be blocked, but for a full game, do not. I I'm telling you, Columbus Storm, offense coordinator, drinker, offense alignment, for all y'all is listening, do not block me man all night, or you will not have a good ending. That simple. Now <laughs> I'm not Mm-mm.
1: When you look at pass rushing, there's it's like a fraternity of guys. There's guys like you, Eugene Robinson, Carlos Kohler, Lewis Ellis, Pat. Uh now you got Debo from the Thrashers, William Howard from the Thrashers. What what do you when you look at guys like that and guys who get out to the quarterback, is there like a fraternity there, like a, a brotherhood?
2: Yes, man, there really is. Um it, it's funny you say that because I actually pretty much I talk to all those guys. Um me and I, of course me and Eugene talk a lot. Um I reach out, me and Debo talk sometimes like I, I don't I don't necessarily know the Williams guy. But I have watched him play, and he's very good. He's really good. He's a quick guy. Um, it is a fraternity. It's almost like you're competing with them, even though you're competing against another team. You still want to know how they did because you got to make sure you match up. You still have to be able to match up at any like at any given time, any given game. Like I want to know how many tackles he had versus, or how he did versus the um, the dog on horseman versus me, or how he did versus thrashers versus me, or you know, and then like a lot of guys that are overlooked. I know the um the Cobras, they got a strong D line. I like their D line. I like watching those guys play. Um, people haven't talked much about them, but watching them guys, they fly around. Also, they really do. But um, that that fraternity, I, I wholeheartedly agree. Yes, it, it is. And if it ain't for another DN, I I don't know where the hell he from. He can't be from nowhere. We playing ball at
1: now you. You mentioned like how you know we mentioned how there is a fraternity. Have you ever watched a good pass rush on a bad team and just ask him why are you playing on this team? Yes,
2: I have. Yes,
1: yes, yes, yes. Cause have.
2: you
1: cause you know they got to be frustrated.
2: Yes, I oh my god oh uh, yes I have and the dude is like you got to think. When you're a pass rusher on a bad team, and you got an offensive line that's going up against you are better yet a better team, and we're watching you be the best defensive end, whatever position, you're going to get double team all night. We're going to take you out, and if you make a play, you know, hell, good job. But on a bad team, yes, and I'm talking about I know when now. To be honest, you know, so I just I'm, I'm a realist about it. No disrespect.
1: I think I know the same yeah. one, yeah
2: yep. yeah the kids uh um, mm-hmm. you know he he he's a beast man, the kid can play ball, he is he's smart, um he wanna learn like I most people don't know this, but the guy actually he he like him reaching out to me actually made me want to learn more about the game it it kind of gave me a re- reawakening like justin, you gotta go even harder now because not only are you playing, but people are watching you. He had reached out to me and just said, I want to learn exactly. Like, I want to be the best, too. And, like, for somebody to do that, you got to understand, in this league, people have ego problems. So it's hard to ask a man at the top to to help you. And then it's sometimes hard for people that are at the top to even want to help somebody. And, um, you know, for him to reach out, and I'm not going to lie, I'm trying to give him everything I know because he can be – the kid can be great. He really can.
1: Who's the one player – on any team in this league that you haven't played alongside, that you would like to play alongside in the future?
2: Mm-hmm. Mm, definitely be my boy Eugene, man. I would like, like to play my boy Chase, man. I really would. <laughs> <laughs> Eugene is good
1: That'll
2: people,
1: my, man. Yes sir. Um, yes, sir. Now, here's a question. You are a Alabama State alum, proud Hornet. Fix them.
2: Yes, fix. Pick that school. How how would you make that athletic program better? Now I will find mm-hmm. every coach we got. The AD. <laughs> I will start over because, and I say that because I go to I still like the barbershop. We got this barbershop called Heritage. It's right beside our, it's right beside our school. That everybody like every athlete go to this this barbershop and every every barber when you walk in the shop they know who you are. Like if you play football or baseball or basketball, and like I said, I played football and baseball in college. If you played those sports, when you walked in that barbershop, they knew who you were. Now, the coach came in one day, and I was there. The head coach came in. He walked in. I'm talking about the head was so damn high you can tell he couldn't smell a deodorant. But, however, some of his players walked in, the two linebackers I knew. One had on a Texas Longhorn shirt. The other one had on an Arkansas Razorback shirt. And they walked in that barbershop with all this black and gold, and he said not one word to them. And that right there said too much to me because no way in hell you're going to play for me and you're going to wear another apparel for any other school on this campus. It can't happen. And um, the standard that he's holding to, you can tell by some of the way some of the guys move, they're not held to a higher standard. And if you don't be held to a higher standard, you're going to always get what you're getting. You won't, you won't succeed. So I would definitely get rid of those coaches and bring in someone in that loves Bama State. You got to love Bama State to coach Bama State. You have got to.
1: Now, with Deion's center success at Jackson State, do you think that'll have a a ripple effect as far as Bama State, as far as being able to draw local talents to like stay at home,
2: go to HBCU? Absolutely, man. I I I wholeheartedly I, I appreciate Prime for bringing the shine to those guys in black college football because if you go back, and I like to do history. I love to do my research. If you go back to the days even when Reggie Barlow, you know, you got to think, man, the best receiver to ever play the game came from Mississippi Valley. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. You know, the one, of the, the best DN to ever played the game, Michael Scrahan, Texas Southern. Even Tavares Jackson, rest his soul, Bama State. You know, like, you have so many. Doug Williams, the first black quarterback to ever win a Super Bowl. Like, it's so much history in black college football and prime being who he is, you know. I'm prime, man. Him coming back and giving the guy their opportunity to play in front of ESPN on a consistent basis because people want to see what he do, but it's going to give all those other teams the opportunity to show their talent. And, like, man, that's all it takes, a look. If you get the right look, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where you go. It's what you do when you're there. And Prime is bringing that back to HBCU football, and I wholeheartedly appreciate him for that. Do you think
1: there's too many
2: APDFL teams in Alabama? Yes, absolutely. Um, I I was just, now I'll say this, I was talking to um, the coach, and I'm going to say it out loud, talking to that coach from the Raptors, and those skilled guys that the Raptors got, man, some of those skilled guys, like the Raptors are one of those teams that people, like a lot of people, didn't get a chance to play this year. But um, the the talent them boys got, the quarterback, the receivers, man, they can play. Those boys, like I said, to be right down the street from the Blackhawks and stuff, is kind of like, wow, how can this, this? that, just how could this not be? Like this should have been before I came to Birmingham, you know? Mm-hmm. This, this crazy, like, bro. Yes, I definitely think it's too many teams. Too many teams, too much talent, and too many egos. <laughs>
1: now, now you mentioned the ego part. Is it egos from the owners, the players, or the coaches? Or all three.
2: To be honest, I'm I'm gonna say all three. And I'm I'm just gonna say that just because you know people want stuff ran how they want stuff ran, number one. Then you got players who gotta understand, like and that's what we try to talk to our guys about. Understand competing versus saying I wanna be on the field. Learn how to compete. If you learn how to compete, you'll understand that as long as you compete, your shot will come. I, I, one of my greatest quotes I live by, you only fail when you stop trying. As long as you continue to try, everything else to work out. And a lot of the guys don't want to try. A lot of the guys don't want to try to work hard. They feel like this is supposed to be mine. Number one, because I played with you last year. Or number two, I'm better than him in my eyes, but you ain't really better than him. <laughs> you know, so. If
1: you could give the me- 18-year-old version of yourself, one piece of advice, what would it be?
2: Mm. Mm. One piece of advice I would give myself. Never stop looking for positive options. To never stop looking for positive options in everything. That will be my advice to myself. Even when things are going bad, everything is positive. When the mind goes negative, start speaking positive. That was That's what I would live by.
1: Now, you are a proud Alabaman. Who is the greatest athlete? Now, I'll ask you this: Who is the better athlete to represent the state of Alabama, Hank Aaron or Bo Jackson?
2: Bo Jackson, hands down. Like to me, I say hands down, and I say hands down because his story just—it just—it's a—it's a story that, that just can't be taught, you know, because he's still going to be what would have happened if, you know, mm-hmm. it's just a what if. And then to see him dominate at both levels at the highest he can go and for him to be able to dominate like he did, Bo Jackson easily, in my eyes. Now, last question. You uh, Alabama's known for great
1: food, and we got to talk about one of your teammates. Now, one of your teammates, <laughs> Chris McCarroll, loves why, I don't know, but uh, – CeCe's Pizza, which is the worst pizza on the history of the Absolutely. earth. Where's the best pizza spot that you should send Chris to?
2: Man, Chris needs to take his sorry self to, uh, what is it called? Mellow Mushroom. He needs to go to Mellow Mushroom. I like Mellow Mushroom. In Birmingham? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now,
1: if not pizza, where's your favorite place to grab a, a plate of food when
2: you're out? Man, they got this um, – it's it's a Mediterranean place in Birmingham called um, Hundu. It's called Hundu. I don't know why it's called Hundu, but I like to go there because I'm a lamb eater. I love lamb. Yes, yes. I, I'm a lamb, so I like the shoulders and all that stuff. I'm a big lamb guy, so it's, a, it's great. Um, and, and I'm telling you, Chris needs to go. He needs to go there anyway to stop eating pizza. See, there you go. Justin representative
1: <laughs> of the Alabama Blackhawks. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Under the Helmet podcast. Thank
2: you, man. Thank you for all you do, Cage. Man. You
1: don't go here. Thank man. you for all
2: you do. Man, it's all the players.
1: This has been another episode of the Under the Helmet podcast. Be good to yourselves. Be good to each other.
0: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?